0: Hi everybody. Welcome to Busy Living Sober. It's episode 310. Oh my gosh, 310. And um, Busy Living Life, Busy Living Sober. Welcome. Today is Wednesday, August 24th. And today we are sponsored by Soberlink. Each and every person in the fight against alcohol addiction has their own reason for recovery. Maybe it's a husband, wife, daughter, son, mom, dad, best friend, colleague, job, hobby, or just yourself. Whatever your reason for recovery, we're all in this together. On Busy Living Sober, our podcast includes changing the stigma that's associated with addiction. That's why I've partnered with Soberlink to expand and strengthen our community. Soberlink is a remote alcohol monitoring technology created to help provide accountability for people in recovery. The system includes a high-tech breathalyzer device with facial recognition that allows you to share your sobriety in real time with loved ones who can offer support in the event of a slip or a relapse. Soberlink has helped hundreds of thousands of people document proof in sobriety in real time to help rebuild trust and foster peace of mind. Soberlink is currently building a strong community of people in recovery. Get inspired and inspire others today by joining the community at www.soberlink slash B B L S for Busy Living Sober. Soberlink.com slash BLS for Busy Living Sober. And um what a week. Oh my God, what a week. Um it's been really brought to my attention how many people including myself have been dealing with i want to use the word mental health because it's um i don't think it's really pointing at anything because i don't think it's a bad word anymore but i think we're all dealing with mental health meaning we're all dealing with something that actually got us from the pandemic the pandemic has really had a lasting effect, and they say for some reason. I, I, I mean, I know why. Reason that I think why. Um, it's been it's been more for women than probably men because we are the home. We're at home a lot of the time, and we had to take care of kids, and we had to be school teachers, and we had to maintain some sense of, like I don't want to say serenity, but some sense of like, okay, I got to keep this thing going, even though. I don't even know what's going on and i've got a. i'm i'm teaching my kids i don't even know how to be a teacher i have my kids in my house that are supposed to be at school all day i'm supposed to be at work my husband's at work we're all here at home everybody's got to be quiet because my husband's on a business call i've got a business call the kids are doing something it's been it was overload overload and um do you know that like mental health issues like there's been 700 000 more cases of mental health Just in a year, that's almost a million more cases in America, a million more cases of people that are feeling like out of control at some point in some place in their life. I totally recognize that. I was um, talking to a friend actually this weekend um, and I was telling her how I've been feeling and it's just like I was getting, you know, I was feeling really unhappy. I was feeling really out of control. I was feeling, um, sorry for myself, as you guys probably heard a couple of the episodes that I did where I was kind of feeling really sad and not like myself. And I called my doctor and I got on some medication and I I got on Wellbutrin just because I'm going to tell everybody that. And, um, because I was feeling so sad and that's not my MO my MO is normally happy go lucky, right? I am normally really, um, deep down in my heart and in my soul. Like one of my, i one of my things that I would describe. one of the adjectives I would use to describe myself would be upbeat, fun. That's why I was so scared to get sober. Cause I was like, am I not gonna be fun anymore? Cause fun is my whole life. And, um, the reality was is that yes I get to still have fun in sobriety but at the same time during this pandemic and all the changes that went on and all of the way our society is today since the pandemic it's just terrible it's terrible and I don't feel like you would think that after we what everybody went through being locked in their homes that we would be like oh my God, life is so amazing. I get to go outside and I get to be with my friends again. But we don't get to do that right away, right? It feels a little weird. I was talking to another friend the, um yesterday, actually, and she was telling me how she had gone to a concert for the first time. And she said walking through a venue with a lot of people really scared her because she's like, oh my gosh, am I going to get COVID? There's been such fear put into our society since this COVID thing that it's kind of debilitating, right? Because being scared is anxiety, right? It's anxiety. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm scared. What's, are, can I send my kids to school? Can I not send my kids to school? What's going on with this? All these different critical race theories, all these different things that we'd never had in the schools before, better or worse, I don't know, but it's something I'd never dealt with or anyone else had ever dealt with. Um, The technology that is out in the universe today, I mean, I just saw that you can, they're going to have this thing that you can go to Whole Foods and instead of pulling out your credit card or your phone, you're going to put your hand there and you can pay with your hand. Okay. Kind of creepy, kind of scary. It's major changes. And I know for myself, I mean, I'm 53, I'll be 54 soon, but um, I was born in 1968, so this is all new for me, right? This whole computers. And I think it is for a lot of us, right? Well, this is all brand new. It was one thing getting the Facebook and then going to the Instagram and then being able to pay with your phone at the grocery store. I remember the first time I did it, I was like, wow, this is cool. And, um, this great, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And, I remember when I was growing up, there was a big thing about going to church, right? Even though everybody hated to go, we were forced to go. At least I was. I was forced to go to church. Even though I didn't want to go to church, everybody was forced to go to church. And I don't think, I I thank my parents for doing that because I don't think it was really about, like, I don't know how much it was about the stories of the Bible, but it was teaching me right from wrong, right? It was teaching me some fundamental basis of, um, of where to start my core from. Like, don't go and steal from somebody or you could go to hell, right? Don't go and have, you know, there were so many things that you couldn't do. And it was like, gave you parameters, right? And you were like, okay, I can't do this because I could go to hell. I'm not going to do it. It's scary. Today, we don't really go to church that much, right? Uh, I I think church attendance has been down. I, I don't even know what the numbers are, but it's definitely down. And I realized when I had kids, you couldn't really go to church because you always had sports to do with your kids. So that was totally, it was taken out of something that you were meant to do. It was like, no, I've got to go to soccer field. I'm not going to church. I've got to be at the soccer field or I'm running around all the time. I cannot do it. It's too much. I cannot go. I need one day just to chill out and not get up in the morning and have to rush around and do this and do that. I totally got that too. But I think that all of these things attribute to us feeling like we're out of control and we're feeling sad. At least I was. And I, I, and I still sometimes feel sad and we're feeling alone and we're feeling lost and we're feeling like I were looking at alcohol as an answer. And if it isn't alcohol, it's drugs or pills right? So we're looking for something outside of us to make us feel better. I did that. I called the doctor and I think it was the best thing I did because I was feeling so badly, but I felt like I needed help. I needed help. And so many of us are like, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm not going to ask for help. I don't want to get honest with anybody. They're going to judge me and they're going to judge me and then I'm going to be less than. They're going to judge me and I'm going to be less than. And a lot of us, especially, I think that have been, de- I don't even want to say a lot. I'm, I'm not going dif- to differentiate this. I think everyone after this pandemic is like, who am I? What's important to me? What is going on? I, what is this life? I don't really, I, I meet with people on the computer. I don't see people in my office anymore. I, um, I'm home a lot more than I ever was. I don't have as much money as I used to have because gas is so expensive and food is so expensive and everything is scary. And of course we would drink. Of course we would pick up a pill because it's so out of control. We don't know what else to do. And as human beings, we like to have some sense of control right we want to have control it's like I want to know I'm going to give this example because it was something and it's something I'm going through right now you know in my life for many years my entire goal in my life was to get my kids to the finish line I wanted them to graduate from high school what went on after that I mean I hope they went to college but whatever they were going to do I didn't really have I didn't it was just getting to the high school thing that was like my big thing graduating from high school and now my kids have done that And they've done, and they've gone on to continue their educations, but they're almost done. And they're not almost done. That's a lie. My daughter just started law school, but, and my son's still in school probably forever, but it's not my problem anymore, right? They're on their own. They're launched. It's not up to me. Whatever they're going to do is on them. And I put this goal in front of me. So now I don't have a goal. What am I going to do? I have no control. I have no control. What am I going to control? What am I going to control in my life? My dog's. Um, how many people listen to this podcast? No. Um, how many people I can help today? I can do that. Maybe how many people I talk to a day, but it has, um, lately I've really been trying to get quiet and it's not in my, in my MO. It is not my, it is not something I normally would go to. I am, I like to be busy because I don't have to feel when I'm busy and I cannot pick up a drink, right? That's not an option. I cannot pick up a drink. And if you're listening to this and you get what I'm talking about and you feel like you've been drinking more than you've ever wanted to. And I know so many people don't want to have that word alcoholic associated with them because it's got such a bad connotation. I mean, I'm trying to change the stigma. Um, It is starting to get a little bit better, but I know that there's a lot of people out there that still do not want to say that they're an alcoholic and I totally get it. I did not want to say I was an alcoholic for a really, 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 really long time. And I was desperate when I said I was an alcoholic. I mean, I was desperate and it wasn't desperation in terms of everybody else around me. It was more desperation inside of myself. I was so miserable and I just hated myself when I would wake up in the morning and go, what did I do? Oh my God, who did I hurt? How did I do this again? I said I wasn't going to do it again and I did it again. And it was the self-loathing that really made me stop and say, I can't do this anymore. It wasn't crashing a car. It wasn't getting arrested. It wasn't um, public humiliation It was really how I felt on the inside of me. And I think again, with so many crazy things going on in our society, so many of us are just feeling just out of control. Like, just like what is going on? And we self-medicate and self-medication works until it doesn't work. Drinking works till it doesn't work. So for me, that time when I woke up that morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore. It was just the end. And for some reason, I committed that day. I don't even know what it was. It was just like, it was time. It's just like, I, me and my relationship with alcohol wasn't working anymore. It was just not working at all. It was hurting me way more than it was making me better. I hated me. Now, I had a ton of acquaintances. I was at a ton of parties at that time. I was really social. Um, but at the same time, I hated myself. And I could go out and put on this outfit and feel really pretty and feel like I fit in because I had the right outfit on. I had the right shoes on. I had the right drink in my glass. But I just couldn't handle it. I just, my I'm allergic to it. Like, I drink alcohol and I go into, I don't remember And I black out and I say things and I do things that I definitely would not do if I were sober. So that was enough for me to say, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. And I think right now, a lot of people who might not have been enough, might not have drank to the extremes are drinking to the extremes because we're living in such chaos and such insanity that we a lot more people are feeling like the only thing that makes me feel better is that glass of wine. And unfortunately I start with one and then I can't stop till I finish the bottle and maybe I'll open another one, but whatever it is, you know, right now it makes total sense. It makes complete and total sense. I totally get why more people are dealing with mental health issues. You know, more and more people, I got to tell you something yesterday alone I'm going to tell you yesterday in my life, two people that I'm very close to. I talked to, and they told me that they, I have a one friend told me that his dear friend was murdered. This is a friend of mine. I've known my entire life. This one was murdered. And because a guy wanted money from her. And he went into the, and he wanted her money and she wouldn't give him any money because she was raising children. Whatever her reason, she didn't have to give the guy money. He came in, it was an ex-boyfriend. He shot her and killed her. Then I have another friend who has a family member that had a neighbor murder him over drugs that he didn't even have. What is going on? What is going on? The people are so desperate that they're killing other people looking for drugs or alcohol. What is going on? What is going on in our society? What? No wonder so many people are reaching for other things so that they feel okay. I just want to go to this place where I don't have to feel. I get it. 110 percent people are feeling completely out of control you know i think if it were i just I, i am like i am dumbfounded i am just in shock over everything that's going on it's um It's truly like you're being we are living in an alcoholic household. It's like, who is telling us the truth? Who is telling us the truth? Mom said this, dad said that. Who's telling us the truth as children? We that's like traumatic, right? And now here we're living in this house in our lives, in our country. And we don't know who's telling us the truth. Who's telling us the truth? What are we supposed to do? How do we fit in? How do I tell my truth? And how do I tell my truth and be proud of it? But you might do something and not be my friend if I tell you the truth. I have told friends where I stand politically and they're not my friends anymore. Friends that I've had for a really long time that now judge me because I made certain decisions for me and my husband made some certain decisions for him that we wanted to do something and it was our business that we did it and friends judged us and now they're no longer our friends. Crazy. Crazy. When I was growing up, my parents had friends that were totally voted differently than them and did not matter, did not not cause any problems in their life. And it's coming from the top that they want to separate us. So that separation... Makes us again feel like, oh my God, I'm so alone. I live in this neighborhood. I feel differently than everybody else. And I feel so ashamed because I feel differently. Oh my God, I hate myself. Why do I feel differently? Maybe I should feel like them. But I know in my core, I feel this other way. And I feel ashamed to be me. That is the worst. To not feel good in our own skin. To feel ashamed of ourselves. I was ashamed of myself for 37 years right? I was ashamed of how I drank and how I behaved and it wasn't every day, but when I did it, I hated myself. And I'd think about it all week long. And then I'd do it again because that's all I ever did for fun. I didn't know any other way to have fun. So that was it It was like drinking. And that was when I felt okay. No wonder so many people are doing this. I mean, it makes complete and utter sense. And what are we going to do? How are we going to make ourselves feel better? What are we going to do? Are we going to go to that thing that is so scary, AA? Am I going to reach out for help? Oh my God, that's like for weak people to reach out for help, right? That's what our society had told us growing up. We're, it's weak. We got this is what we're supposed to say as Americans. We got this. I'm strong. I get this. We're not strong anymore. We're not strong. I I, I wave the white flag. I am not strong anymore. I mean, I cannot take this anymore. It is so divisive it is so it's so uh, what is the word I'm, i got i got to come up with a word here you guys um it is violent it is um it's at our core as human beings i guess if we didn't live in a society that was you know that a lot of us were raised in where we had this sense of community. We all, if you believed in one thing, you got together with those people and you guys all loved each other. You supported each other and you went forward. And what the neighbors thought, it didn't really matter. You guys were still friends because it didn't matter. It wasn't the basis of everything in your life. And now we don't meet together that much anymore, right? We just don't. COVID got it all separated, you know, people change, people then believe different views, people put things on Facebook or Instagram, you don't, don't agree with them anymore, you feel like you're judged, you feel like you're less than, you feel alone. You feel alone. And what's better to feel when you feel alone than to drink? And we're a society that was meant to be together, right? It's like growing up. I remember like going to New York City and watching old movies, especially in cities in America. It was all about the community, right? You lived in a building. You knew your next door neighbors. The meat guy would send the meat up the thing. And um, now you get your food delivered to your house. You don't even barely go to the grocery store. I know people who don't even go to the grocery store anymore. They order all their food online and it gets delivered to their house so they don't have to go out and see other people. It has separated us. This entire thing has separated us and it's made us scared. And people that you thought weren't scared are scared. And people that you thought believe sim- similarly, than, similarly like you do don't anymore. And to, ha- to raise your flag of what you do believe in, you're scared you're going to get, like someone's going to come and actually do something to your house or juice into your car, or like slap you or do something or put you know m- mimic you in, in public or make a mockery out of you I mean there's so many things that why we feel terrible inside why we want to do something else why we want to run why we want to keep get busy drinking or doing drugs or get busy in the internet and looking at people on Facebook and looking at people on Instagram and looking at their lives a snippet like the, these pictures take like a second not even how a middle of a second, the, the picture goes, it looks like it's perfect and your life isn't perfect like theirs. So you feel like shit and you're like, I want to pick up a drink because I feel like shit. Look at them. They're perfect, but nobody's perfect. No one on this planet is perfect. Okay. No one is perfect. Do you think Queen Elizabeth who owns more land in the, than anyone in the entire world She is the largest landowner in the world and she's got more money than God and her son is into little girls. Do you think that that's like, think about that. No one is unscathed. Everybody has something. But why can't we come together, support each other? You believe differently than me. That's okay. That's okay. You don't believe the same thing I do. That's okay. That's okay. We believe differently. That's okay. That's okay. But it's ironic that I just am going to throw this out there. I think it's ironic that they show The Handmaid's Tale. Right? And they say that women are going to be The Handmaid's Tale because of the abortion thing and everything else. And um, and the only reason I'm getting into this is the, the fact that everybody looks the same in that movie. I feel like everybody wants everybody to look the same. Everybody wants to look the same today. It's kind of weird. It's really weird. Like everybody has to look kind of the same. If you are think diff- you're, it's just weird. It's weird that everybody wants to kind of look the same. Everybody wants to believe the same things. Aren't we supposed to be diverse? Aren't we supposed to believe in different things? Isn't that what makes the world go round? Doesn't it? Isn't that what makes life interesting? Is to have people that believe different things. So you can like at least be educated why they believe that. And maybe you believe the same thing, but maybe you don't. And that's okay. Because we were all given a brain, but we don't use our brains anymore. No, no, we don't use our brains anymore. It's all about being told. And social media has been, there's, al- you know, there's algorithm, the algorithms on Instagram that know what you like and put ads up there for what you like and then they're manipulating you. You gotta buy this because it'll make you feel better here. We well, gotta buy that. Or I for don't, I don't even know if they have alcohol, um, ads on social, on social media because obviously they know I'm sober, but I'm sure they probably do. But can it's like when we didn't have all this stuff life was a hell of a lot easier, right? I don't think that, um, alcoholism was so rampant back then. I think it was rampant. I think it was, I mean, it definitely was going on, but where it is today, no, it's so much bigger today. So they think that all these things are making our lives easier, all these wonderful things, which in some cases it is. But in other cases, I don't know if the good outweighs the bad. I don't think it does because we're feeling more alone we're feeling more judged we're feeling more isolated we're feeling more like i've got to get this and i got to get that and we want to buy all this stuff and if we buy it we're going to feel better but i can tell you as someone that loves to shop that it doesn't make me feel better It makes me feel better for about a second. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I spent all that money. Why did I spend all that money? I don't want to spend that money. Why do I care? It's not making me feel better. Nobody really cares anyway. So it's just this sense of really being, getting honest with ourselves. And that's like really what my topic wanted to be today is, you know, at least be honest with you. Figure out who you are. And if you're drinking all the time, it's really hard to figure out who you are. If you're reaching for all this other stuff to figure out who you are, it doesn't work. If you're watching people on social media and you think their lives are perfect because you see a little picture, that's not working. It's not working. That's not going to help you figure out who you are. No, it's just going to make you feel envious and jealous and all those horrible feelings that you can feel. But who wants to do that anymore why can't we just take time to know who we are and maybe get off the social media for a little bit and take some time to really figure out what makes you tick what makes you tick what do you like what don't you like if you've been drinking too much reach for out for help if you're listening to this and you feel like i've been drinking for this whole time and every time i pick it up i hate myself that's a reason to quit if you hate yourself because what anybody else thinks is none of your freaking business because at the end of the day let's face it we come into this world alone and we leave alone and if you're not worth saving who is like if i'm not going to take care of me who's going to no one how do we get to that place Where we put everything else down and we say, you know what? I'm done. I'm giving up on all this stuff and I'm going to take care of me. And this drinking isn't helping me. It's hurting me. I hate myself when I do it. So I'm going to stop doing it. But you're going to call your doctor first, by the way. Um, Because as I've mentioned many times, I know people that have died of detoxing on alcohol. Um, Please reach out. And know that you're not alone because you know honesty is the key to everything getting honest with you looking in the mirror and liking what looks back at you for me took a long time for a long time i hated what i was looking at and today i like me and that is because i know who i am and for better or worse for anything else. If I don't like me, nobody's going to like me. And for a long time, I faked it. And the reality is I have to look in the mirror and like me. And it's really hard to like ourselves, especially when we wake up in the morning and go, what did I do last night? And who did I hurt? And I can't believe I did this again. It's like, we're taking a baseball bat and hitting, hitting ourselves in the head. It's not helping. It's hurting. Don't hurt yourself anymore. Take care of you. It's uh, you're worth it. If nobody's told you today, I'm gonna tell you you're worth it. If you get one day of sobriety, you're lucky, it's a gift. And keep doing it. And if you're watching other things that make you want to drink, stop doing it. Stop doing it for a little bit. Don't hang out with people that don't raise you up and make you feel like a good person don't do that. If pe- if you've told people that you're quitting drinking and they still try to push drinks on you, that's not a friend. No, it's not a friend. And, um, you'll make new friends. I can tell you right now, I don't have a ton of like dear friends right now. I just don't. And that's okay. I know my friends, I count them on one hand and that's okay. Uh, I, you know, for a long time I was like all about collecting friends and who can collect a lot of friends and really have intimate relationships with them. Not a lot of people. And I don't mean intimate in sexual way. I mean like someone that you can really be honest with. And I don't have a lot of people that are like that, but I have a couple and that's enough for me. And, um, I want you to know, you can reach out to me anytime at busy B I Z Z Y at busy B U S Y. Please know that you're not alone. And It's not about what anybody else thinks. Who cares? Who cares? Reach out for help. If you hate yourself right now and you're listening to this and you're like, I just want to get off this merry-go-round, you can do it. I know it's going to be hard and I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be hard in the beginning and you're going to do it one day at a time. And some days it's going to be one minute at a time, one second at a time. And you're going to do this just for you. And once you make that commitment, it's going to, you're going to go through hard times. I'm going to tell you, I go through hard times still with as much sobriety as I have. I still have hard times. I'm still like, oh my God, I hate these freaking feelings. I hate these feelings, but they're not facts. And I've got to change the way I think sometimes I've got to change. Nobody else is going to change. I've got to change the way I'm thinking and the way I'm judging me. It's all about me and how I'm looking at things. Either I can look at something with positive attitudes or negative attitudes. I can say this is wonderful for this many reasons and the same thing with negative, but it's up to you to do it. You're the only person who can do it for yourself. You can get a million therapists and everything else, but you've got to do this for you. And, um, it's truly, truly the biggest gift I've ever given myself. And, um, don't be ashamed. I hope I didn't offend anybody today. If I did, sorry. Um, I am just all about, you know, being sober, owning it, taking care of me. And for, I might be the only person that's going to tell you today, social media does not make your life better. It makes it worse. Cell phones did not make our lives better. I think they make them worse. You can give me your opinion. You can tell me if you agree or disagree, but, um, it's really all about you taking care of you because no one else is going to. And if you feel like junk, stop hanging out with people that don't make you feel good. Stop. Because they're not going to make you feel good. You're going to make you feel good. No one else is. Not enough baubles are going to make you feel good. Not a big car. Not a big house. Not a big blah, da da I could go on and ad nauseum. you got to find out what makes you tick. And find out how you can fall in love with you. And realize that you, my friend, are worth it. Take care. Reach out. I'm here all the time. You can also reach me at elizabeth@elisabethchance.com Both of them come into my inbox. And um, again, know that you are not alone and you can do this just one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Okay. Take care, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye.